And welcome back to the State Champs High School Hockey Report. I'm Jonathan Kidd along with Sean Belize. And Sean, Happy New Year. Yeah, it's great to be back. Happy New Year to everybody out there. We've been gone too long, man. This is this is great. Let's get going. And look, we got more jerseys here. Uh, just awesome. I mean, the way that, you know, so many of the communities have said, hey, can we send you a jersey or whatever? I mean, some sharp-looking jerseys, uh, no doubt about it. The High School Hockey Report is presented by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association and is also brought to you by the MHSA and National Coney Island. This week on the show, we're going to recap the first half of the hockey season. I sit down with Ann Arbor Gaber Richard head coach Clint Robert in our Coach's Corner segment. We have a change in our High School Hockey Player of the Year contest, and we'll preview the week ahead, including a big showcase out in Traverse City. All right, so let's start our first half recap, and we're going to start up north. We had teams like Calumet, Alpina, Houghton off to a great start. You know, you also got Kingsford, Marquette, Sault Ste. Marie. Well, you know, the three that jump out to me is, you know, from what we were told at the beginning of the year, Calumet was the team to beat up in the UP. And I think Houghton's just below him. In, in my humble opinion, I think Coach Markham has has his gremlins just below the Copper Kings. We've talked up Alpina, rightfully so. Alpina's a great story. They've got some big wins. I think they have to figure out a little bit of, of consistency moving forward. That'll come. Um, you know, I think as this season progresses, maybe the playoff come closer. But, you know, those are the three teams that jump out to me. But, hey, John, you know as well as I do, there, there are so many good teams up there. Uh, who says that a, a team like the Redmen or, or the Flivers can't jump yeah. up and, 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 you know, knock off somebody when the opportunity calls for it? So uh, there's some definitely some good hockey being played up there. And we're going to go to the west side of the state. you got teams like Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Byron Center, Rockford's off to a good start this year, Northern Eastern, Forest Hill Central, Grand Rapids Christian, and East Grand Rapids. You know, John, if you remember, going back to our first show of the year, I think you and I, and maybe some of the coaches out there, at least that I talked to, we were all kind of at a quandary as to the pecking order. And I still don't think there's a definitive answer. In my opinion, and a couple of the guys that I've talked to, maybe Byron Center by a sliver. I think Forest Hills NE could certainly make a strong case. East Grand Rapids could make a strong case. They've had some quality wins along the way. Forest Hills Central is off to a good start. Granville is getting better literally by the the game. Uh, so this is this is a very interesting scenario out there on the west side. And you, you got to remember, you got teams in all three divisions out there as well. So that's what makes it even more intriguing to see who knocks off who when the, the time and opportunity calls for it. Let's continue now. In the mid-Michigan area, you got Saginaw Heritage. You got the combined squad of Fenton Linden, who just gave us our jersey here. Davidson, Midland Dow, Flint Powers, and also a uh, shout-out on the Lansing area to Capital City the Capitals. Yeah, it, that's what I'm I'm really I- intrigued at. You know, there, there's a lot of good hockey being played in mid-Michigan, and I think everybody's known, you know, Flint Powers would be one of those teams you would describe as a traditional power. If you followed high school hockey at all, I mean, Travis Perry's just been doing it for a long, long time, and I don't think J.J. Bamberger and, and Saginaw Heritage sh- should surprise anybody. If you haven't been play- paying close attention, John, you and I were talking up Davison last year, and Davison's doing it again. They got something special going on. That that's a team to keep an eye on. How about Midland Dow as well? I, I think Midland Dow is a team that that deservedly so uh, is ranked. So there's a lot of intrigue in that in that mid Michigan area. And hey, listen, the way Saginaw Heritage is pounding teams. 
I, they deserve to be a top five team right now. Let's now go to Southeast Michigan. The MIHL is proving right now is the top league in the state. Detroit Catholic Central, UD Jesuit, Trenton, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Brother Rights, Cranbrook, Warren DLSL, Gross Point South, teams that you can say right now could win a state title this year. You know, can we pat ourselves on the back again just for the moment? Thank you, John, and I'll give you one too. UAD, we were talking up UAD, and they certainly haven't made us look silly at all. Look, Catholic Central's the best team in the MIHL. Catholic Central's the best team in the state. Make no mistake about that. But after that is where it gets intriguing. Trenton's unbelievable. I mean, they're they incredibly deep. Uh, you know, we talked about UAD. Warren D. LaSalle, the Pilots are a team that 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 can, on any given night, go out and beat people. Same thing can be said for Brother Rice. You know, I, I mentioned this before. I saw Brother Rice opening night uh, really take advantage of what has turned out to be a really good Livonia Stevenson team. Now, the, ar- the argument could be made that, you know, L- Livonia Stevenson has gotten better as the season's progressed, but I, I was very impressed by, by what I saw uh, out of Brother Rice. I'm saving this team for last for a reason. Cranbrook is dangerous right now. They are just dangerous. I wouldn't want any part of Cranbrook. And you know what's really cool, John? This weekend, uh, a home-and-home series Friday and Saturday night. I know I'm going to go to the Saturday night game against Catholic Central. That should be mandatory viewing if you're a high school hockey fan. I hate to put you on the spot right now. Do you think that Division I, Division II, the Division III state champion could be from the MIHL? Oh, absolutely, across the board. Oh, yeah. I mean, there don't no. I, you know what, though, John, and I, I hope you take this in the proper context, you could make that argument every year. Yeah. But I think this year especially, um, yeah, I mean, when you look at at Trenton and Brother Rice in Division Two, now don't get me wrong, Heartland's unbelievable. Yeah. They are clear-cut number two in the state mm-hmm. right now. Uh, but you know the way roads go and, and, and how things can go. You know, the margin of error is, is only so small. I think in Division Three, in particular, when when you look at all those teams in Division Three right now, boy, oh boy! And and John, Division Three to me personally, the last few years, I think it's safe to say a lot of people thought the intrigue came from Division Two. While still very intriguing, boy, Division Three is where it's at for me this year. Well, a league that might have something to say about that with the MIHL is the KLAA. Another strong year from these teams. You got Salem, Northville, Livonia, Stevenson, Plymouth, Canton, Brighton, Heartland. I think it's safe to say right now that Heartland and Livonia Stevenson are the two top teams in the league. Yeah, I think I think they're probably the two top teams in Division Two right now as we stand as well. Stevenson hasn't lost since that opening night loss against Brother Rice, and they've got a tie against a really good Houghton team mixed in there. But the way they're doing their business right now, and uh, you know, with, with Heartland, choo choo, the train yeah, yeah. keeps rolling. Yeah. You know, I, I what else can you say? I mean, they, they just keep getting it done. Look out for Brighton. Yep. I, you know, I know they're off to a slow start. Year but... in, year out, you have to say it. And I really like what what Ryan Ossenmacher's done at, at Salem. And, you know, in, in, in Division I, uh, that's going to be a scenario, you know, when, when you look at their path, um, it, it, it's going to be difficult. There's no doubt about that. But uh, he has his team ready to play. We're staying in southeast Michigan. Let's take a look at the teams on the Oakland-Macomb County area. you got Detroit Country Day, the defending Division Three state champs. you got teams like Farmington United, Rochester United, Birmingham Unified, Macomb, Dakota, and Troy in that area. 
Well, you know what's interesting about this? I think I think Farmington is this close to being in our rankings. I mean, really, they're, they're one of those teams on the cusp. We, we've had Rochester United in there. Macomb, Dakota made uh, the, the cut in our latest rankings, and deservedly yeah. so. I think they're playing really well. Uh, Detroit Country Day, oh my goodness gracious, the sky is falling. They actually lost a couple of games. They're still a really good team. They're still going to have a big say, as we said, in the incredibly intriguing uh, Division Three ranks. And again, here's that name again. When you have a goaltender uh, the caliber of Sam Avola, every single game is winnable. All right, and some other teams to look at. You know, we have we have talked up Woodhaven this year. We have talked up Celine, mm-hmm. but you got some other good teams in Southeast Michigan, Ann Arbor Skyline. Ann Arbor father gave her a shard. Yep. Riverview gave her a shard. And a couple teams that a couple coaches told me, look out for Lakeland and South Lion Unified. Look at look at Lakeland's record right now. And and I hate to use this line again, and I'm going to go apologize to all you Lakeland fans out there. You are this close to, to being ranked. Not that it matters at the end of the day. It's how you finish the season. Um, but uh, go look at what Lakeland has, has done so far. Hey, Woodhaven, w- what more can you say? Um, they lost that first game against Trenton. Certainly there's no shame in that. And they've gone about their business ever since then. And, you know, to me, John, um, their their last game out, the true test is when you find yourself up against it. And maybe a game that you didn't expect yeah. to be up against it. Against Albark. But you find a way to win yeah. the hockey game. Yeah. Skyline's another team. Yeah. Some people have been uh, kind of quietly, I know yeah. to you and to me, saying – Keep an eye on Skyline. That's a beautiful jersey down there, so it's hard to to not keep an eye on it. But uh, um, listen, all jersey comments aside, um, a, a lot of intrigue with some of those teams. I'm interested, especially from the SEC standpoint, in the regard that that has been kind of Celine's turf for a couple years now. Is somebody ready to step up and put a charge into that good Celine team? All right, so that's a good start to the high school hockey report. Happy New Year. When we come back, I sit down with Father Gabriel Richard head coach Clint Robert in our Coach's Corner segment. So we'll be right back here on the High School Hockey Report, and it's presented by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. National Coney Island is serving up what you love, fast, fresh, and friendly, like our award-winning Coney, Honey, or Handcrafted Burger. So you can get what you want when you want it. National Coney Island, your craving is calling. There's an old saying, you can never have too many officials. The age of the average official is 52 and getting older all the time. We're constantly recruiting new people, younger people to join us. After you register with the MHSAA, look on the website to find an officials association near you. They'll put you in a position to succeed as an official. We all learned a lot from high school sports and officiating is a great way to give back to the game. There's help wanted, just whistle. And welcome back to the High School Hockey Report. I'm Jonathan Kidd here. Time now for our Coach's Corner segment on location in Ann Arbor. I'm joined by the head coach of Father Gabriel Richard, Clint Mobert. Clint, welcome to the High School Hockey Report. Good, good to be here, John. Thanks for having us. So you guys beat Ann Arbor Skyline 4-1 in the Jill Cup tonight. So tell me about your guys' effort tonight. Well, you know, I thought um, I thought we played a really solid defensive game. And first of all, Riley uh, in goal played great for us. He came up huge, uh, was the game MVP for us. Um, but overall, as a team, especially in the third period, uh, going in tied one-to-one, I thought we were really committed to uh, blocking shots, getting pucks out, just kind of making the dirty little plays, getting pucks deep, no turnovers in the neutral zone. Um, 
I think that you know the last kind of 30 seconds really summed up that whole third period with the two big block shots by Vinny and, and JD. So I was really happy with the defensive effort. I thought the key of the game was in that first period, you guys took three penalties and your goalie stood on his head. Yeah, he did. I mean, uh, you know, you got to have a great PK, but that all starts with having a great goalie. And, and Riley's been rock solid for us. Really, I mean, we've got three really solid goalies uh, this year, and, and it was Riley's, you know, turn up tonight, and, and he played fantastic for us in that third, our first period. And talk about your guys' win. Is, uh, how is this going to boost your guys' confidence going in the second half of the season? I mean, I think it's big for us. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously a big tournament. It's kind of the Ann Arbor Cup, if you will. It's uh, the uh, four well, with us and uh, uh, Father Gabriel Shard and Green Hills combined, and then the other three uh, public schools um, uh, in Ann Arbor. So it it's, it's, it's kind of gives you that playoff atmosphere a little bit. So I think that's going to help us to, to understand what we need to do defensively to win big games. Clint Robert joining us here on the High School Hockey Report. He is the head coach for Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard. And Clint, this is your first year at the helm. So talk about your first year here at, with Irish. Uh, it's, it's been great. You know, I've, I've been in high school hockey for quite a while now and, and uh, came here as my first year and, and um, just kind of learning the ropes. Division three is a little bit different and uh, different league playing out of the Metro League now and the Catholic League. But I mean, it's the guys are fantastic. The, uh, the two schools at co-op are fantastic. Um, I, I, I say and I believe it, we've got the best student section in the state. I mean, you saw it tonight. They're, they're, they're crazy. They're outstanding. We appreciate the support, the support from the uh, staff and faculty from the schools, the alumni. It, it's been fantastic. And you, you came over from Norfield. So talk about your experience at Norfield for the 10 years. I mean, I can't. What a great experience at Northville. Um, the administration there, the athletic director Brian Macy, outstanding to work for. Um, great group of kids. Uh, always have a special spot in my heart for Northville. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm always. Uh, I still talk to Gordy, the, the new head coach there, Gordy Brown, uh, almost every day. Um, we're talking hockey, and, and so it's good to see him doing well over there. So I'll always have a real special spot in my heart for Northville. And I still remember our first time meeting was the 2008 pre-regional opener between Northville and Detroit Catholic Central, 5-4 in overtime. Just talk about that experience. You know, that's what is. Uh, that's what's so great about high school hockey is if you remember the fire marshals had to shut the place down because uh, there were so many people there. And it was snow the day before too. It was like a good six, seven inches. Yeah, so, so you're kind of wondering, are we even play this yeah. game? And, and it was just the atmosphere there was unbelievable. And obviously to knock off a team like Catholic Central was something. And when I see the guys from that team, we still, you know, it's the first thing they talk yeah. about is, hey, that, that game. Um, and, you know, that's what we're, you know, kind of building off what the guys here before uh, started to build and what we're trying to build as a staff and the players, we're trying to build that here too. And, and when you look at the, the crowds we've had here, and like I said, the support, not just from the student body, but from the faculty um, at both schools and the alumni and the community, it's, it's been outstanding. And, you know, you're coming from the KLA now to like more like the Washtenaw County. What have you seen from the quality of play during your short time here at, Far at Gabriel Shore? You know, I think the thing that we're really trying to instill with the guys here is that defense wins championships. I mean, that's what you learn in the Kelly. Every time you, you played, every night, didn't matter who you played, you knew it was going to be a tight defensive game. Guys were going to block shots. Guys were going to back check the right way, um, finish their hits. Um, and that's just really what we're trying to do here is, is uh, kind of get that culture in the locker room. And I think the guys are really starting to um, adapt to that style of play. And, and, and it's, been, it's been good. And the, th the main thing that we've been talking with every coach so far is just how great high school hockey is. Just talk about how the game has grown over the last 10, 15 years. Well, first of all, you look at the number of guys every year that go from high school to, to uh, the NA or USHL or, or Division One college. I mean, this is 
it's it's become a place where you can go and play. You can play for your community, for your school, play in front of your friends, and still you're gonna move on. If if you're if you're a guy who's supposed to move on, I told the guys in the locker room for the game. I said, who wouldn't want to play here? Who wouldn't want to play here right now? This is it's so much fun. Ann Arbor gave her a shard with a 4-1 victory over Ann Arbor Skyline. I was joined here by Clint Robert. Thanks for joining us here on the Thank High School Hockey Report. And thanks for everything that you guys do, John, you and Sean and uh, State Champs. It's been outstanding for our, for our sport. Uh, thank you very much. I much appreciate it. And we'll be right back here on the High School Hockey Report. National Coney Island is serving up what you love, fast, fresh, and friendly. Like our award-winning Coney, Hani, or handcrafted burger. So you can get what you want, when you want it. National Coney Island, your craving is calling. I admit it, I love working with money, negotiating, and making big decisions. That's why I'm majoring in finance and economics at Lawrence Tech. What's truly amazing about the education here is the small class sizes that give me easy access to my professors who truly care about my future. They even helped me get a great internship. And I was able to fulfill my lifelong dream of playing college golf. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. And welcome back to the High School Hockey Report. I'm Jonathan Kidd along with Sean Belegian. Let's take a look now at our Player of the Year race presented by National Coney Island. We have a change in our top 10. We have put Joey Larson from Heartland on our list. So tell us about Joey. Well, you know what's interesting? He's he's been scoring like it's his job, which I, I guess you could say that it is. But you know what's interesting about this? And, and I know, John, you can you can attest to this. I have had multiple coaches, and, and I'm not talking about the guys from Heartland. I'm talking about multiple coaches, opposition coaches, um, reach out to me. I know you can say the same and say, this kid has got to be on the list. So it's a tough decision whenever we make a change. But as we say all the time, and we've proven it every single year we've done this, this list is fluid. The way it even looks today. Could change in a couple weeks. Yeah, it, it might change in a couple weeks. But uh, to me, it was a no-brainer. I, I mean, he is the leader of the number two team in the state. He's putting up uh, silly good numbers. Uh, you have media members. You have coaches talking about him absolutely positively we put him on this list no disrespect to a, a fine player and in Jake Onstet you know this is a kid that uh he's a junior and and certainly he he has a chance to jump back on this list not only this year but next year as well but but we just we couldn't keep Larson off this list over the break I was looking over the stats and the rest of our top 10 has have great seasons so far. Yeah, it really is unbelievable. I mean, you know, Zach Robinson is is otherworldly right now with some of his numbers. But I think a lot of times what you have to do is, is you have to look at some of these numbers and take into consideration uh, caliber opponent as well. Um, you know, Flint Powers is a team that they, they've just gone like this. And we talked about it earlier. Success isn't new to Flint Powers or to Travis Perry, but they, they were down a little bit. I think they'd be the first ones to admit it last year. And they uh, bounced right back up. And Luke Evo is a, a big part of that. Uh, John, I'm telling you, point blank, I had a, an anonymous coach tell me, um, and I'm never going to give up my sources, mm -hmm. but I had an anonymous coach tell me he is the best forward in the state. Now that is a big statement when you talk about the caliber of players in the state of Michigan right now. 
All right, and remember, you can cast your vote at statechampsnetwork.com. The leading vote getter automatically gets into the Final Four at the end of the season. Let's talk now the week ahead here on the High School Hockey Report. It's the big North-South Showcase up in Traverse City this weekend. Over 20 schools are going to be competing in this showcase. I think it's outstanding. And, and you know, uh, one of the, the true gentlemen and, and certainly legends of, of high school hockey uh, is a big part of that at, at Traverse City Central. Uh, Coach Chris Givens and, and, of course, his son, Cam, part of the staff at Alpine, and we want to get Cam on, actually, in the next couple of weeks. I, I think this is a great tournament, and, you know, John, without going through this uh, game by game, you take a look at some of the teams in there, Alpina Intrigues, Grand Rapids Christian in, in, Intrigues. Uh, you know, we already touched on Davis, and Rochester United was a team that was ranked. Midland Dow is ranked. Yeah. Woodhaven. I had no yeah. choice. I had to put Woodhaven in my top ten. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, Livonia Stevenson is, is a top ten team. So, uh, an improving Granville team. Uh, Flint Powers. So this is an outstanding tournament, and, and I'll tell you what, uh, you know, when you talk about beautiful uh, spots, if I may, around the great state of Michigan, I, I think Traverse City is, is up there, and this has, you know, become a yearly tradition, and it's great that uh, so many teams go up there, and, and, and you get the caliber of hockey that you're going to get. And lastly, we have some other top games in the week, too, down in our neck of the woods. UD Jesuit at Heartland. Is that monster? I mean, that's, I mean, to me, that's just, that's almost as good as it gets. Uh, you'd be hard pressed to find a better game this weekend, although I, I think Catholic Central Cranbrook might, might argue about that. But, uh, John, you know, in, in my mind, my humble opinion, uh, two top five teams uh, going at one another, one making the claim as the, the number one team in Division Two, the other making the claim as the number one team in Division Three. That should be a good one. This is what I like about high school hockey. Teams will go out of the way to play top, the top competition. Yep. It's not like in high school football. Uh, we don't want we don't want to schedule this team because you know we might see this team in the playoffs. They don't care in high school hockey. They they don't care if, if it's a Division three team against a Division two school or they're in the same division. They want to play each other during the season. Well, and that's that's the thing that you know I, I think maybe people don't understand. I remember having this conversation with the old pal Tom Markowski a few years ago. I, I think that. People in the other sports don't understand in hockey. It doesn't matter if you're Division One or Division Three. Yeah, yeah. It is not a shock to anybody to see Division Three team beat Division One, Division Two, and every which way you can. I mean, and I think maybe that's the difference between uh, hockey and some of the other sports. And staying with Heartland the next night, they play Salem at Salem. Boy, what a what a tough stretch that is uh, for Coach Gadwa and, and Heartland. But uh, they've been up to the task in, in every single game this year in state. Uh, uh, it's going to be hard to bet against them. On Saturday afternoon, you got Gross Point South taking on Detroit Country Day, a battle of Division Threes. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I'm intrigued at Gross Point South. They've done a little of this and a little of that, and I think the, the, that the water's going to find a higher level. Uh, Bobby's a heck of a coach there, and I mean, what more can you say about Detroit Country Day? We talked about them earlier, but if you think just by the, the virtue that they lost a couple of games yeah. that, that they're going anywhere, think again. The battle of Novi versus Northville on Saturday afternoon. That's a lot of fun. Throw you know, the records out the book. Well, well, and you know what? It's a fun atmosphere. And John, I, just on a personal level, and and maybe I can talk you into joining me. It'll be a fun day for me because I'm planning to get out there and see Coach Velucci's team and Coach Brown's team, and then uh, drive about five miles down the road and see uh, Catholic Central and, and Cranbrook that night. That's a that's a fun afternoon, and uh, it, it'll be. It's always. Uh, an interesting game because you got to remember 
um, the fan bases live right on top of each other as well. So that that makes for a good atmosphere as well at Novi Ice Arena. And let's talk about the game that you're going to be going down the road, Detroit Catholic Central taking on Cranbrook. I know they play Friday and Saturday this week, but you're going to the game on Saturday. Well, and you remember last year, Cranbrook uh, gave uh, Catholic Central all they could handle. I, I, I was there one Saturday night, and they gave them all they could handle. Catholic Central kind of pulled away at, at the end. So this is a, a situation where the right now, the way that Cranbrook is playing, and they've had – uh, some time off as well. Uh, both of these games are, are, are going to be statement games, I, I think in particular for the Cranes. All right, and then also uh, Brother Rice is going up north to play Calumet. Very, very intriguing matchup because, you know, as we said, Brother Rice is definitely in the mix in Division Two Right now, Calumet, I, I, I think they can wear the crown for now of the best in the UP, and I, I, I think they're going to be right at the tippy top as well in Division Two. So that goes back in Division Three. That goes back to what you were talking about earlier. Um, the, the division battles and watching the teams do play, I wish I was up in Calumet this weekend. And finally, the first meeting between Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, and Trenton. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting. Orchard Lake St. Mary's has kind of went through a tough spell. But if you've seen Orchard Lake St. Mary's play, a ton of talent on that team, including uh, one of our Players of the Year candidate uh, as well. And, and, And Trenton is, look... I'm going to keep saying it. I, I think Trenton is a, a a top five to top seven team. That's regardless of division. Um, as one coach told me, uh, the one thing that Coach Clements has going for him that I think is going to pay dividends come playoff time is legitimately he can roll his lines. And, and, and that, lines. Is, <laughs> that is such a big factor, especially when you play that compacted schedule. They got a pretty good player in Cam Blanton as well. All right, so that's it for this week on the High School Hockey Report. So join us again next week. Love it. Enjoy the games, and I'm sure I'll see you out there, and hopefully we'll see you out there as well. The High School Hockey Report is presented by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association, also brought to you by the MHSA and National Coney Island, and we'll see you at the rink.